Hello and welcome to Pint of View Pod. I'm here today with Ben and Chris and the topic for this fine Wednesday is music. Ahoy, ahoy. I'm Tesco boy. <laughs> it's a chopper. I thought like I was doing the 10 o'clock news. Donald Trump's an idiot, that's all I'll say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How's everyone getting on today? Doing well, Stuart, doing well. Doing very well. How are you? I'm 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 well. I'm less pissed than last time. Uh, that's a good sign then. Which is a good sign. Uh he's less editing for Chris because obviously they just <laughs> sift through the hour and 35 minutes Absolute of comedy content goal. and yeah 23 minutes he managed to get out of it so I was surprised he got that much to be fair um, <laughs> so yeah I'm okay we're, uh, we're battling I went to Tesco's today other supermarkets are available and what a riveting life yeah I mean I don't know if you guys have been to the supermarket probably because you need food and stuff but people don't seem to abide by the lines they did at the start but now not so much yeah, it's, it's like I saw a post. I saw a post today of people like queuing up the lines, and there was this woman who was clearly not standing. Like they don't instead of lines, it was like circles, uh, and everyone's standing in the circle. And this one woman wasn't. And then like there was another photo of like a pigeon standing in the circle in line. <laughs> <laughs> and all it said was, "Right, it's decided pigeons are actually smarter than supplements." Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, "Oh, that's just natural selection." It's like if you're going to inject yourself with antibacterial. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did want to bring this up only, only because it's the most stupid thing I've ever seen. So anyone that hasn't seen it, basically Donald Trump decided to say two things along the lines of, "Oh yeah, blast you with UV light to get rid of coronavirus," nice. or Everyone's we can uh, do something with disinfectant that will work, wouldn't it? Yeah, we're yeah. going to investigate that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll look into that. Yeah. And what happened was, was all the idiots that listened to that went, "Ah, disinfectant. That's a good idea." I'll swallow some bleach. No way that actually happened. Yeah, no. They're, they're, like in America, there are there has been like a hundred and twenty percent increase of bleach-related injuries. But these are that... probably the same people that were attending rallies to say COVID nineteen is just a con; it's not real, uh, and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and these will be probably the same people that, when a vaccine finally is invented, um, they won't take it because. Yeah. They don't believe in vaccines. But at what point do we go, well, it's just natural selection. Do we really want... Actually, I'm not going to start going into cleansing the gene pool. It's probably not a, God, a good topic no, to go that, and, Do you know what? That that sort of wording as well for a topic. <laughs> that, I'm quite... actually thinking about doing uh, a world war and just taking on the rest of the world. Uh, and I'm thinking about growing a little moustache. I don't know what you guys think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually for my uh, Charlie Chaplin um, recreation of it. <laughs> Um, that was a very good save. I'm <laughs> wondering where you were going to take it, and I didn't expect it. <laughs> uh, on a lighter topic, Budweiser, I'm sure the bottles used to be 330 mils, but now it's just 300 mils. Canon I don't think comment. it was ever 330. <laughs> ben, um, I don't know why you're going to make that. That, Jesus. I'm sure they used to be, because I'm sure everything, there used to be 330s, and now they're reducing it. 300s. Well, it's like dairy milk, isn't it? They they used to be 100 gram, but now they're like the 90s and like 50 gram or 40 gram. So now they're like 25. 
Uh, Sorry, when did this become the three grumpy old men? Yes. <laughs> no, I've just checked. It used to be three thirty mils. They've now reduced them to three hundred. I'm in stack corner. <laughs> and yeah. what year did they change? Um, it was 2018. So yeah. So for two years, you haven't realised until <laughs> I, mean, I didn't want to drink Bud for two years, and it's only because there was a limited choice at the shop. You have to succumb to the alcoholism. And yeah, but drink whatever you can have. You not out. noticed? I, I'm, I'm. You get a lot less fussy, and there's like little corner shops that you I wouldn't have ventured into because it looks a bit dodgy. But now you're like, well, there's no one in there, so I don't want to get coronavirus. So I'll probably go in there instead. <laughs> no, just me. I, well, I've I've never had a problem going into a news agent or a corner shop. So yeah, I've, I wasn't like afraid of them. Like uh, I've been <laughs> going out I've, with. I've been like a Tesco's homeboy like since day one. So I like. I'll, Since I'll, day one, were you even around when, when day yeah. one goes started? No, no, no. You know, you've got, you've got you mixed up. Since my day one, oh, so so you were going in Tesco since your day one. <laughs> so you you walked out of your mum's womb and just Here's went Tesco. to Tesco. Every little helps. Uh, oh, yeah, so I, I I didn't tend to use the convenience stores because they they're more expensive. Well, I mean that is the price for convenience. And the new segment today is, would you rather? Okay, would, right. you, would you rather lick an armpit or a sweaty foot? Is the armpit shaved? Oh. Have they been wearing it's, it's it It's shaved, but it's it's been like hard working all day and there's sweat dripping from it. And the the foot has been worked. It's been the, it's the same foot. It's been worked hard. It's had a soft one all day. It's pretty sweaty down there. Oh, I'm going. I'm going armpit. I'm going armpit. Yeah, yeah. Because now you got to think that foot's been stuck in the sock that has been like absorbing the sweat, whereas the armpit at least lets the sweat run down the body. Yeah, I'm going armpit. That's disgusting. Good chat. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what, Chris? I don't know what's worse: the fact that we let Stuart ask these sort of questions, or the fact that we answer them. (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't know where we stand with this because it's almost like, like with a child, well, we like you're encouraging the, the bad behaviour. <laughs> We're encouraging the bad behaviour by like reacting. And come back on Saturday for another Would You Rather. Today's topic is our musical journeys. We take you on a riverboat tour through our teens, into our early 20s and late 20s, on our discoveries of the various talents of the Beatles and Bon Jovi. (laughs) I was running out, I was running out, and it was like... I mean, it was going deeper and deeper into some sort of rabbit hole. (laughs) I felt like, I genuinely felt like it was turning into like an ASMR thing. (laughs) Right, well, let's start off with where we started then. So, go on. Where where did you start with music? Probably the biggest into music. So, first CD I ever bought was Akon's first album. Nice. So, you tried to be cool. I can feel that. That was the way we were trying to fit in. Was it uh, locked up? Is that the one with? I don't actually know the name of the, t- the, the album. I just know it's, just, it's the one with. Um, That's the one. I'm so lonely you, um, and like. Uh, yeah, that was locked I'm up. So lonely. Uh, and and then some and other dancing one. I don't know. 
And that's the one yeah. where he, that's the one who sings a song about um, getting caught with sixteen year old. Oh, <laughs> that was my, I guess, my first. Hang on. Let me go to Stack Corner, please. Google uh, Akon Locked Up album and tell me what track number three was. Because I'm pretty sure that's the dancing one that Chris, you were on about. And I'm pretty sure it begins with a B. Yeah, Bananas, I think, no? <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure that album you know, we're on what, about what is. Was it, what was the album called again? Locked Up. Locked Up. Top was the single, it wasn't the album. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was the uh, single, wasn't it? What was the I album that had locked up on it? Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll yeah. be honest with you. Two thousand three, I've got three. I think that was my first album as well. That's why I remember it so vividly because I remember I went on a family holiday to Florida and I bought that album to listen to, and I listened to it pretty much all holiday. I bought it because it was one of the ones that everyone was like, oh, yeah, you like Akon. And I was like, I was obviously at one point had no friends. And uh, <laughs> try to get anything I could possibly get. And that was uh, my I think, way, way in. And I believe the al- album was called Trouble. Yes. Okay. No, you're right. It is Trouble. Track one was locked up. Can't remember track what track one. Two was. Yeah, track one track, was locked up. Track three was... Was it Bonanza? Was that the name it of the song? It was Bonanza. Benny oh, my music knowledge. <laughs> How am I pulling this out of the bag? I don't. So if, I was like, I was like thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> so if yours and mine were the same, what was yours, Stuart? I think my first, I first ever I can remember buying was actually it might have been Golden Balls. Golden Balls. Is that but a football anthem? That is a football. That was the England, <laughs> England song. Jesus so even Christ. even younger Stuart, when it comes to something that's not football, he makes it football. Golden <laughs> Ball. Do you not do you remember that song? It was. Um, it was. Is like, it I think it was a World Cup Tom song. Jones? No, no, it was a World Cup song. It was like Golden Balls, Mister Beckham to you and you, and he's that's not always the one on the ball. Did, eh? That's not the one Frank Skinner did. No, no, that oh, was no. that was the the best World Cup song ever. It was Free Lines, wasn't it? Oh um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this was just some crap spin-off that um, was terrible. But it, yeah, I think that was. But that might have been a single. The first, I think, actual album I can remember buying was The Feeling. Oh, Twelve Stops and Home. God, did not expect that from you. No. The second album I bought was um, The Cause. I almost, do you know what? I'm sorry. When you said the, I was going to have to like slap you the next time I saw you. So I, th- I thought you was going to say the prodigy because what? that was my <laughs> second album. I got my second album I bought. <laughs> this shows the time difference as well between the albums I bought because the first one being Acorn, which you said was released in 2003. All right. The yeah. next album I bought was released in 2009. <laughs> and it was Invaders Must Die. Yeah, Invaders Must Die by the prodigy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a very big gap of... I know. Yeah. I wasn't... I, surprisingly, I wasn't actually that interested in music when I was no, younger. I've like, jumped in the same boat as that, I think. Yeah, I only really started properly listening to music, like, being interested in it once we finished school. And the stats are incoming. And we've got... Yeah. I'm just getting some stats on the Feeling album. Uh, it was released in 2006. So I was only three years behind you guys. But yeah, well, I was, I, I was, three years in front of me. Because although I might have bought my first album before that, I, I like I said, it was. I, it, it took me another six years to build up the courage to buy another album. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, yeah, you were just. I don't know if I could do it. Could I, <laughs> I would walk into the shop. So, you know, scary. I just can't do it. You were just illegally downloading it in that time. Because I remember that was the 
the oh, big like Lime bit tore oh, Lime LimeWire, yeah, LimeWire, yeah. Always wow. on that, downloading the free albums, making little yeah. media. But I, I think the way everyone listens to music now is completely different because you've got streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music. And oh, yeah. Else and yeah. Whereas we oh, were listening um, on the MP3s. That, yeah, that was never existed before. I know when we were growing up, it was CDs and then it went on to sort of the MP3s and the iPods. I was yeah. going to say, I, well, do you know what I really remember vividly? I remember people Bluetoothing each other songs. Yeah. Oh, you got that song, Bluetooth it to me. Infrared as well. God. Yeah. Yeah, they never took off, did they? <laughs> infrared, definitely not. Bluetooth, yeah. Nah. But infrared, Bluetooth's still about, isn't it? It's not very often used, it, though, but it's still... Well, do you know what? Well, it's, you, use it, you use it now mainly just to pair devices now, don't you? Rather than transfer yeah, stuff. Yeah, you don't... Yeah, the connection you're good enough to transfer stuff, but pairing stuff is great. Yeah. So yeah, I think we yeah. So first albums we've kind of covered off. What was? Do you remember sort of musical influences at home? Obviously, it's majority was what my parents. I think for for me. Well, but... yeah, I was going to say the main thing I got ripped into. Although I didn't listen to much music, the one type of music I did listen to, and of course, YouTube. Oh, I know what it's going to be. Say there was a a genre of music not commonly listened to. That I I I was heavily influenced by my dad to listen to uh, as I was growing up. Yeah. And it took me probably about till the age of like sixteen to realise there was other types of music. <laughs> um, mine was like you said, Stuart and Ben. Like it's heavily influenced by what your parents played around the house. But yeah. then I, my brother, my brothers listened to two different types of genres, and my sister listened to another type. So I had so I'm basically a clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I mean, that... that's something that me and Stuart won't really have yeah. much experience of because, like, you basically I'm the old, had I'm your the oldest sibling and your alone through, yeah, so and then they passed it down to you. Which, so, like, they were almost like because, like, like, say, you, we, we were influenced by what our parents listened to, but you had several other older people that had already yeah. gone through that. I basically just where... picked the good bits, I was like, yeah, that, that, that. it's like, <laughs> like shopping. <laughs> But I think we can all agree we we all had the stage of listening to music that we didn't necessarily like or we thought we liked, but it was to try and fit in and I still cool. like that I mean, type of music. One hundred percent. Yeah, that genre is definitely cool. It's a very cool genre. It's really highly listened to. Uh, um, I'm going to say I think Sophie actually is a, a guilty person of liking that genre. Ah, oh, right, lovely. I know you're listening, Sophie, and I, I'll have to cross-reference some artists with you. <laughs> I remember one album by Robbie Williams called Swing When You're Winning. That was a, an album that was played a lot in my house, um, which has probably influenced my favourite artist. I can see why, yeah. Now I've, it's all piecing together, really, now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I still actually really like listening to that album, because it is a good album. I mean, uh, he is a good, uh, he's a good artist. I'm not he's a, he's, he's he's a performer. Nobody. His singing it probably isn't one of the greatest. But as His rapping's performer, even worse. He's what? <laughs> he does a rap in, in Rock DJ, and I was like, that's not a rap. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think he's, he has, one on one of his newest albums, he has actually attempted more of a rap, and it's, yeah, it's not... <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever had this. Obviously, X Factor and Pop Hard and everything else was popular probably 10 years ago. Um, and somehow my, still running. Well, I don't know how it's... Well, it's slowly dying, X Factor. Yeah, it is, yeah. And 
I don't know about you guys, but we used to have a thing in my house where it was they were all right, but they were a bit shit. And it was like, yeah, they'll be doing the Butlin circuit next year. <laughs> you say that, and then we went Butlins last year. Yeah. Well, what did we? I mean, we top yeah, loader. We yeah, top. Yeah, we dancing Butlins in the moonlight. Tune that. Yeah, that is their only song, and then yeah. everyone's and like, then... play it, play it. I mean, it's a load of pissed up people that they've not gone there to see the music, really. They've gone there to get pissed and dressed up as Pac Man and God knows what. The else. Power Rangers. Power Rangers, yeah. <laughs> and they're just giving this band abuse to play the one song that everyone likes, and they don't want anything else played. Because obviously, if you go to a gig for a band you like, they're going to play like some of their newer stuff that. Unless you're a hardcore fan, you probably wouldn't have heard of before. You're at a pissed up venue at Butlins where people have paid 100 odd quid to, for a couple of nights away to get drunk. Maybe it's not the time to be playing your B side record. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but who else did we have? We had fake, fake Coldplay. We had Scouting for Girls the first time we went. I mean, they're still a fairly big band. I think they're still doing. They're probably still touring the first album, though. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'd much rather have a first album hit wonder than a. One hit, one the song. But I think they've released a few albums that they just toured the first album for so long. I think because people just love it, so they yeah, oh, tour yeah. again. Let's do it again and again. Talking about touring, then first concerts. Well, for me, it wasn't a concert; it was a festival, and that would have been Ooh, Reading. Going right in there, the hardcore stuff. Yeah, really. Festival. Yeah, that, my go... first ever live sort of gig event was Reading Festival. Is that when you went with us? Mm-hmm. Oh, so we broke your virginity off the, yeah. the gigging virgin. <laughs> you broke his virginity. <laughs> Mine was, when I was 13, I went to see... Hang on, are we still at... talking about gigs here? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely with me, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> when I was 13, I went to see a band called MSI, uh, Self-Indulgence. My dad wouldn't let me go, which was just my friend. So... Um, my sister had to come to this gig as well, but she had no idea who this band was. But she had to go. That was good. It was Wait, a good that, that's a good sister, though. I mean, she was. I think like, it was more I forced than. Um... I had a sibling, and my parents turned around to me like, "Will you go to this gig with your younger sibling?" I'd be like, "No." I don't think she was asked. I think she was more like, um, "You're going." Oh. <laughs> yeah. So my well, first gig slash concert slash whatever wasn't actually. And a fish, well, you could, I suppose, you could call it a festival of sorts, but it was at the Olympics 2012, I think in Hyde Park. It was, I'm not even sure what it was. It was like a go along where you could watch a bit of the Olympics, and there was some bands on there. So I do remember seeing, uh, they do the song Sweet Disposition. Oh, uh, Temper Trap. Temper Trap, yeah. Temper Trap were there, and I think there was a couple of other people. Um, and, but they also only really have one hit. That's the hit. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that is a very good song. So I suppose that would be the first actual music venue I could say I've been to. That's the first thing I class as a music event, anyway. So, I got yes. I got really I got really lucky in terms of any festival because I had, I got to see so many different bands. It was and the one that sticks out for me was Muse. I've, I've seen Muse since then as well, and I don't I don't know if they've ever done a gig that isn't amazing. Yeah, like, no, he, their gigs I mean, are. Oh, I don't know. I don't see the hype of Muse. I think he's a bit of an arrogant. Oh, I think, yeah, I think he's arrogant, but I still think that like the performance they put on is amazing. And I, I remember Muse, and, the, and I think the other night, the other night headlining was My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I remember they got Brian May out, and he done that guitar solo that he wrote for Welcome to the Black Parade. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, he done a like they do not remember. He, they Such a Brian weird May thing out. for Brian May to do. <laughs> I know he came out and he done like a complete unique like 
new guitar solo just for that song. And then after that, they went into, I think they went into We Will Rock You. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, I, that, that sticks out in my mind quite a lot from that event. I would just, just an update from Stat Corner. Um, Brian May and James May are not related. <laughs> just in case you got confused. Just in case you were wondering, because I did for a second. I would say the best gig I've been to is Motley Crue, because I think if you see them they put on one hell of a show I regret not going to that gig with you i really do regret it because i do like motley crew I, I i used to listen to motley crew a lot when i was younger and then i like recently started listening to their stuff again because i watched that film oh the dirt the dirt which oh, is yeah, an amazing fucking... film yeah like i highly recommend anyone seeing that like That's I think... not do this did I talk about this on the streaming one? You did. We did, we did. We told yeah. um, Stuart to watch it, and I'm guessing he has not watched it yet. I have not watched it. I've been too busy working. Well, that's twice. We've mentioned it twice. I feel like this is the point where, Stuart, next episode, uh, I may we well want your review I mean, on The Dirt. I mean, I did ask you guys how Star Wars works. Um, <laughs> because I think, honestly, it is, I think it is one of them things that unless you actually know how it works, it's completely confusing. Because there's just so many strands well, and legs to it and you don't even watch it in the right order anyway well no that's the thing you can watch it either like how they were released or you can watch it in terms of like the episode numbers so it's up how have we set. now digressed into yeah this? Oh, I don't know yeah you've got to be <laughs> a, yeah. to speak I mean, a, in a complaint it's, about it's Star just, Wars series <laughs> it's very much I mean I've, I think I've seen all the episodes of Star Wars but I, I think this is very much sneaking in like when the bloke had to go into the big ship down that pipe or something and then he had one little spot he had to hit and blow it up and that's how it sneaks <laughs> into the episode you're completely confusing two different parts of the film yeah that's not the same part mate. <laughs> well, we're going to bring in a segment to the podcast called Stuart Synopsis it's completely wrong but it's in there <laughs> Stuart who yeah. have you seen the best live come on my my favourite live artist would be Michael Bublé Kurt the old Bublé Michael Bubble Mr Bubble um, Mr. Bubble, because um, I do enjoy his music immensely, um, but I think he's a fantastic live performer as well. He engages all the audience. Um, he's got a great voice. He gets all of his band involved as well. Um, and if you're out there, Michael, um, Stuart loves yeah. you. And uh... please come on the podcast. I love you. <laughs> Could you um, imagine if, like, some like we tweet at him or something, and he goes, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> I'd probably probably sure cream my pants. His pants. I would cream my pants. <laughs> Um, that would probably be the best day of my life. Um, but yeah, so that he was—he was definitely. I've seen him three, three or four times live. I've paid an inordinate amount of money. I mean, I did in his last. He did do um, a, a gig at Christmas, and obviously, he only comes out of his cave then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in the bank for me, that's why. <laughs> oh, it's Christmas time again. Time to He's out of the time cave, to push yeah. the bank balance back and up. Actually, he did mention that, and he did go, yeah, I get really fucking annoyed whenever he and one of my friends, oh, look, it's the Michael Bublé coming out of the cave again. <laughs> I The last time I went, I think I paid about over 100. I think it was about 120 quid the last time I went. Jesus, um, Jesus. And they weren't the best tickets in the house, I'll be quite honest with you. Um, they, were, they were decent. They were Basically like a festival. Because it's all, it's all seated. Um, so they were floor, but I was probably two blocks from the front. The, the one he did around Christmas time, you could get pit tickets, which was no more than probably 30 people 
in this front area. Like a golden um, circle, basically. Yeah, golden circle, effectively. But um, you've got like a VIP entrance and like a bag of white shit. Yeah, basically, you got a load of extra stuff with it. But it was 400, over 400 quid a ticket. Um, and the worst bit was I actually con- contemplated it for a while. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did think I could do it. Could that is literally it. half someone's rent or something. That's like a second-hand yeah. car. Yeah, it is a hell of a lot of money. That is but... two festivals, six days full of music, and you're willing to go for one night. So I, I, did think, I didn't do it in the end, but I, I did think about it long and hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, favourite artist, obviously, is my favourite live artist, Mr. MB. Um, but if I had to choose a favourite band, I mean... Probably catfish in the bottom end, yeah. Or circle waves, probably catfish though, because I like pretty much all of their songs and they're pretty good live because everyone's buzzing for it. And you never know, you might even bump into Neil from the in between, yeah. So Blake can, Harrison, yeah, Mr. Blake Harrison. If we, yeah, saw we you, stood next, we didn't want to be we weird stood about next it, to you for ages, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was really good. So definitely catfish, and that was a, a new venue we won. Oh, yeah, for. I think it's a brand new venue, um, called Exhibition. I think it's London Exhibition or Exhibition London. London? Exhibition, Exhibition oh, in West okay, West London near, near Shepherd's Bush. Crazy. Yeah. When we got there, it, it looks like it's brand spanking new. It I did mean, look bloody good though down there as well. Yeah, it was, very, it, it was a really unique. Actually, it, 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 it was it was probably purpose built for gigs and stuff. I was mm. going to um, say, but you, you're in the West End and there's not there's not much that doesn't look good down there. <laughs> True. No. And True. it's all that's the thing. So a lot of gig venues, especially like the O2 Academies, they're adapted from theatres and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas yeah. The, this is a this was a purpose Brand built new, yeah. gig venue which which worked really well. Um so yeah, I suppose moving on to venues and if we're starting to cover them now. Yeah, um, mine mine would be the worst venue because <laughs> I don't have a a great one. I mean like you've got the stadiums, you've got the festivals and all that. So I'm not really I don't really see one as the best, um, but the worst one, and I have a massive hate for this this venue because it's just massive. People, too many people go. Oh, too many people outside. They, loads of people wasting time like eating and not seeing the band. And it seems to be all the bands I like go there. Can I guess? You can guess. Is it Wembley Stadium? No. Is no, it no. the Olympic Stadium? No, you're wrong. Oh, okay. Hang on. Hang on. Um... Oh, I, 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 I was nailed and I thought it's got to be Wembley. It's a massive venue. It's a nightmare to get out. I quite like Yeah, it's a, a bit of a nightmare to go get out, but I quite like it. But um, okay. no, the go venue on. is uh, Alexandra Palace. Really? Uh, yeah, I fucking... I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think I the acoustics is very like good. Alex. It's too big. You get pushed. You can't see the... If you're too far back, you can't see. And there's just a lot of people not actually watching the gig. And oh. I get a bit annoyed by it. I'm like... Why are you here if you're yeah. going to eat and drink and like you're not watching the back? Like why? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's just. I must say, I, I actually don't mind Danny Paddy. It's a bit of a ball like walking up that massive hill. Oh yeah, Jesus! Um, but that's the but... hill they do the Red Box soap soap race on, isn't it? Oh, is, is it? it? Yeah, the, the red when they do the Red Bull uh, soapbox race, they they do it down oh. that, that down that hill. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. It's a, big it's a bloody hill. big hill, yeah. No shit. That's a Ben Davis fact. So, Sorry. would you not say like somewhere like Milton Keynes Bowl then, which is probably my favourite venue? It's you not... a, uh, it's a decent venue, yeah. I wouldn't say it's my best venue. So, is that your favourite venue then, Ben? I would say so, and I've only ever been there once. But it was for me, it was just like 
because it's completely open. It's like literally just a, a, a mound. Like, given the name of it, it is literally a bowl in the ground. Yeah. Like, and like, like you say, the acoustics in there were amazing. And for me, that was just like, I've never been to a gig, although it probably wasn't the best gig I've ever been to. I've never been to a gig where the music sounded so good. I was going to argue, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't go, oh, yeah, it's a really venue I love going to, but I was going to say Brixton was probably my favourite in the sense of it's got the slope four, so you can pretty much see from anywhere. And even if you're fairly close to the back, you're still not a million miles away. Um, my only downside with Brixton is the bars are fucking tiny and it's yeah. a pain in the ass. You can wait like 30 minutes to get a drink. Oh, uh, God, that was so annoying. That's my, only, that. that's my only uh, qualm with Brixton is it's a nightmare getting a drink. Other than that, it's it's pretty good. I remember that when we, me and you and Adam went and literally I went up for half an hour, mm. missed half the gig, didn't get a beer, got pissed off, walked back. I was like, I'm not having this. Then you go, I'll get them then. Like taking the piss out of me because you're like, oh, you can't <laughs> buy a pint. Goes up, takes another 45 minutes and he's like, I finally got them. God, yeah. <laughs> and he bought to a different bar. Have to go yeah, to a different I went one. to a different bar and I've got uh, two pinters. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I'll probably say Brixton's Probably the, I mean, I do like the O2 as well, actually, because I think that's, for bigger gigs, I think the O2 is pretty good. I mean, obviously, because we're all Essex-based. It's a lot um, easier for us to get to. Yeah, East London, yeah. Central, is West London's an absolute ball lake for us. So, yeah, that's that's probably... Yeah, the O2 more. and uh, the Olympic Stadium are like probably the easiest places for us. Oh, to the Olympic Stadium is an absolute dream. Forget. Well, it's a dream to get to by the train. But actually getting from the station to the stadium and actually getting back from the stadium is oh, a fucking nightmare. Yeah, but that's where you go to the bar. And the then 16 mile the route. I'm sure I'm pretty sure you walk via Scotland <laughs> to get back to the fucking station. Imagine being a West Ham fan though. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna shoot off at the end of the game. Yeah, three hours later. <laughs> Favourite genre? Um genre. I'd probably I do I, I do like indie and I've only ever liked it since I decided to go to Reading Festival with uh, a few guys and they made a playlist for me. It's like, yeah, we're going to see these bands. So I was like, oh, I want to listen to the music so I actually know what it is. Because I don't know, I tend to find if I've listened, I enjoy music more if I actually know what the songs are. Whether I'm that interested in the, the, the song or not is irrelevant. If I know what the song is, then I'm like, oh yeah, that's all right. That's something towards it. Um, so yeah, I listened to quite a few of the bands that um, Carson made a playlist for. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, no, I just quite liked them and I've, I've seen loads of gigs from since. So I'd probably say indie's the stuff I listen to most, but I do obviously like a bit of um, swing music as well. Go on, Chris. I'll let you go next before I unleash the... Well, I mean, I'm all into indie. <laughs> I'm all into indie. Indie rock, but more like rock as in anything rock. Because such... It splits off in so many subcategories. Wow. There's no, I don't know how anyone. I know. I remember going to school and then everyone like, oh, you you like rock? That's disgusting. We're all like chavy, and then um, when they go to college, they suddenly like, oh yeah, we like indie and this stuff. Now I'm like, you're a fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, I've been listening to this all along. How? Yeah, you? I'm definitely the same as you, Chris. Rock is definitely my favourite genre, and. Uh, Classic rock like Queen and like Queen of the Stone Age and uh, Black Sabbath and all those sort of old school rock bands. They're definitely like some of the earliest bands I listened to. I listened to a lot of that sort of stuff growing up. But 
like you say, it does split off into different categories and stuff. And the other type of rock I like, which I've been teasing and teasing and teasing. Oh, heartbeat, little like tension is uh, country rock. <gasps> yeah, yeah, I like I like <laughs> me a bit of country <laughs> rock. <laughs> this is my biggest gripe when I tell people I like country <laughs> because everyone goes, Oh, you like country music, so you like all the, like, the banjo hillbilly stuff. And I'm like, No, yeah. not what all fucking country music is, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Yeah, no, so, yeah, country rock is definitely a big fan of mine. Like I say, I, there was an artist that I was talking about earlier, like, one of the best artists I've ever listened to from that does, like, country rock is a guy called Dirks Bentley. And, like, I used to listen oh, to yeah. him so much. And there's so many others, like, there's one called, like, Toby Keith, and there's one that probably most, like, one of the most famous country artists, which probably everyone that has ever heard anything to do with country probably would know that name. Not, I'm not saying everyone would know the name of him, but anyone that's ever listened to a little bit of country would, is uh, Garth Brooks, who sung a song called Friends in Low Places, which is one of the best. Isn't he the bloke that does Match of the Day? Garth Brooks? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure that's the bloke that does Match of the Day. Always got to put it on to football, eh? Is it not, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Stack Corner. Oh, we had some stats coming, I think. I think, I think uh, yeah, I, I found a picture of Garth Brooks. Um, he's got a big head. Garth um, Brooks, the country singer. Yeah, the country singer. Do you know how old he is? Oh, he's like in his sixties now, isn't he? No, he's fifty-eight. Oh, I, oh I mean, that's not far off. I tell you what, who I do like that I guess is considered slumwalk country, Polly Darton. Polly Parton. Dolly Parton, yeah. Dolly Parton, not Polly Darton. Wait, let's start. Polly Darton, eh? Good old Polly Darton. Jolene. 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 The what if for today in the music section, if you could create your perfect festival what would be your headline artists you've got three headline artists who would you have on dead or alive doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter God. of course get controversial there all right i'm gonna go with queen nice with uh, the old freddy yeah i'd go motley crew again because they are amazing yeah um and then i'd go with viola beach i think for me i'm a Annoyed actually, you stole one of my bands. Um, I would yeah, have to also go with Queen. Festival, it's the same weekend, so you can't double book them. Well, <laughs> different Do you know what? I'll book Queen and we'll, we'll let Queen decide. There we go. We'll let, Fre- <laughs> we'll let Freddie decide which one he goes to. But um, no, we'll, you'll, you'll be at Alexandra Palace and I'll be at Wembley. We'll see which one he goes to. I'll go to uh, Milton Keynes Bowl actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's I, not London, he won't go. <laughs> but I'll. Uh, I would say Queen as well. Um, probably Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, and also Dirk Bentley would have to be my three. I would have to have, have, I'd have, to have one hell of a mix. A bit of a mix, yeah. And then I'd probably go complete curveball. I'd probably have uh, Sinatra and Buble because I think get on stage at the same time, that would be a... Oh, that would be amazing, actually. Um <laughs> Um, and then, I mean, sorry, just to go uh, back to the Sinatra Buble, you should probably get Dean Martin there as well. And, oh, uh, just get the whole rap pack. Yeah, get the whole rap pack oh, there. Get right, you should probably 
do it all. Yeah, get them and, make, and they can make up. they can make Dig Buble an honorary Rat Pack member. Oh God, what a gig that that yeah that would be it. I think that would be. Fantastic. I mean, that's just a gig in it. No, there's no one else. Just the Rat Pack. You did, wouldn't need. Buble. You wouldn't need anyone else. You wouldn't need anyone else. I feel like we're doing like the Bathers, but this is like. The, like <laughs> Uh, that's it for today, guys. Hope you enjoyed that, uh, listening about all our music tastes and history. Um, if you could go across on the socials, Pint of View Pod, across Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, if you want to send us an email, it's pintofviewpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're really looking forward to hearing if you guys have got any topics you want us to cover as well. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be interested to see what, what else you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, the next episode will be out on... Saturday, so join us then. See you later, guys.